Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. Today, I have a guest all the way from Australia. It's another part of the world completely. Hi, Jake. Uh, my guests are happy and looking forward to speaking with you. And uh, I hope you are also fired up right now because we have some questions we would want to know about you and what you do. Are you ready for us, Jake? Hey, John, and thanks for having me on. Yes, I am absolutely ready. It's 10 a.m. here and a bright, sunny morning in Melbourne. I've been excited for this interview. Awesome. That's great. So, Jake, as part of my um, routine, before I you know, start asking you the questions, I'd like to remind my viewers, you know, those people who are currently watching this program via YouTube or listening to the program via podcast, I just want to remind you one more time to remember to share this message because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear a message from us. Okay, so guys, please promise me that you will share it. I know you will do that, thank you. So Jake, thank you for coming on the program. My listeners and viewers are eager to hear from you. So please tell us who you are and what you do. That's Jake from Australia. Yes, thanks, John. And my name is Jake Fowler. I'm 32 years young. I'm originally from Birmingham, England, but I've been blessed, as John alluded to, to call Melbourne, Australia home for the past five years. Mm -hmm. I'm a plumber by trade and I've done that for 15 years, but I've also been an entrepreneur my whole life and, and kind of always fell back to plumbing, but had businesses on the side, side hustles, things I've been doing as well as that. And I recently, very recently in the past two weeks, made the switch to full-time entrepreneur. So I now own multiple businesses, both online and offline, operate globally. I also host my own podcast, The Hunger for the Hustle podcast, and have recently been training and found a passion as a public speaker. I love helping others using my voice. And I, I like to help people how I like to teach people how to find their passion and then turn it into their paycheck. Yes, that's a, that's a great portfolio you have there, Jake. You, your hands are full, brother. I must say that. They sure are. They sure are. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. That's Jake Fowler. Um, Jake is a motivational speaker as well. He, um, just like he said, and he was mentored and coached by one of the world's greatest motivational speakers in the world. That's the person of Les Brown. So mm -hmm. Jake and I have um, the same coach and mentor for our speaking uh, business, but we will delve into that a little. But for now, let's uh, fire Jake with the questions we brought him here to answer for us. Jake has a podcast called A Hunger for the Hustle. So Jake, how did you come about that name, Hunger for the Hustle? It's a great question really is John and, and it, it kind of alludes back to what you just said. So this has been my mentor for many years, but just through YouTube, when the opportunity came up, thank you to COVID-19 for the opportunity coming up to be guided under him as a, as a speaker in the Power Voice program, I seized it straight away. The first time I interacted with Les and delivered him my story and what was my message, he, the first thing he said to me, he said, Jake, what's the title of your speech? And I said, 
do you know what, Les? I don't know. I was hoping you could help me with that. The first thing he said to me, I think he already had it written down in front of him, was, right, okay, the hunger for the hustle. And I was like, yes, that's it. We got it. We got it. And, so, and, and from there, it just really grew. That was the title of my speech. I was, I was blessed enough to be the first one to speak at the Power Voice Summit. And from there, it, it just naturally kind of flowed into a podcast. And, and there's going to be a book coming under the same title as well. Um, yeah, so that's where it came from. Oh, that's great. That's that's good to know. So you, you're currently working on a book, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, this is hot news, actually. Not many people know this. There's going to be a Hunger for the Hustle book. It's going to be a collaborative effort of 33 authors. Each one's going to write a chapter each. It's okay. going to it's going to be a physical book, and there's also going to be an audio book where everyone who submits their chapter is also going to record their own audio version. Um, that's about all I can say for it right now, but it's going to be coming, and we're hoping to have it done by the end of January. Oh, that's awesome! Please, whenever that book is out, we would love to have you back here so you can talk about it, because you know a lot of people would love to write books, but they just feel you know, when they, they feel they're too busy, they cannot get it done. So we would want to know what tricks, what tips you have for people who fall within that circle of limiting beliefs. Because everything in life that you feel you cannot do is just a thing of the mind. And you know that, Jake. Mm, I right? do know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I know that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Come on. I know that now. But I didn't always know that. And it took me a while. I would say I didn't really learn the power and the magic of the mind and, and, the, and the real fact, the basic fact that thoughts do become things. I didn't really learn that until I would say about four or five years ago. And even then, even once I learned it, it took much practice, much repetition, much writing, much reading the same things over and over to really get it bedded into my mind. And once I learned, you know, thoughts become things, I became a lot more self-aware, a lot more conscious of my thoughts and, and listening really to my own thoughts, particularly my, my subconscious mind and, and, and choosing you know, it's like Les Brown says, we don't, we can't control the thoughts that come into our mind, but we can control the thoughts we dwell on. And that's right. something that I've really been getting better at through reading, writing and repetition. Well, that's great. Jake Fowler still in the building. So if you're listening right now, you just heard what he said, repetition. Everything is from the mind. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. The mind will process whatever information you feed it with. So you have to be careful what you say to yourself and what you think. Am I right, Jake? Yes, you're absolutely right, John. You've got to be careful of them thoughts, you know, because what you, like you said, what you focus on over time manifests and it becomes in the physical realm. Everything happens twice, right? It happens once in the mind, the seed that is planted, and then that seed is nurtured and grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, it's there in the physical life. So of course, that's you know the way to set your goals, go after them and attract them and bring into the physical work realm. There's a bit more to it than just thought. If it was just thought, that would be fantastic. Everything would come real easy. Uh, you know, there's another factor into it that requires a lot of work. I remember kind of reading the first book about it, which was The Secret, and I thought, great, so that's how you think about it. But yeah. But, 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 you know, and I kept thinking about it and not much happened. You know, it, you gotta, you gotta bring, get the work in there as well. And, and like you say, it happens both ways, you know, it's a seesaw and it happens both sides. If you're constantly focusing on the negative things and the results you don't want, it'll bring you more of them into your life. 
Absolutely, that's true. So um, I've got another question I want to ask you, Jake. I know you were, should I say you were a plumber? Because you already quit that, right? Yeah, it'd be fair to say that I still am, but I don't work for anyone else anymore. I have my own business doing it, which is oh, so okay. much better. Yeah. Okay, so because typically I am an advocate of, you know, keeping that job that brings the paycheck mm. while you nurture your business. I know it's not, uh, you know, when you're transitioning from being one who works for somebody to becoming a full-time entrepreneur, there are certain challenges that typically goes with that. Can you please share some of the challenges you encountered or have encountered now that you have transitioned from um, having a job to entrepreneurship? Yes, I absolutely can. And there was one thing that held me back, and that was a visa situation here in Australia. As I said, I emigrated here from England, and you know, there's some hoops you have to jump through to be able to stay in Australia. It's not an easy country to stay in. You really have to have a trade or a profession that they see as bringing value to their country. Otherwise, they don't really want you here, which is fair enough, really, I guess. <laughs> and so I had to, you know, up until January this year, I was really, I was really held in that position. I had to work for someone else to be able to stay here. And then my, my idea was, as soon as I get that permanent residency, as soon as January comes, that'll be me. I'll go out on my own and I'll switch. Did that happen? No, it didn't. Do you know why it didn't happen? Because of the fear of success. Mm. Uh, I believe these, these two things are on either side of the same coin. The fear of success and the fear of failure. The fear of success. And some people think that's weird. Why would you fear success? Because for me, it was like, well, okay, but what if it all happens? What if it, what if it all works out? Would I be able to handle it? You know, what if all my dreams do come true and everything I've been working towards it, it comes before my eyes, and then, and then it's kind of what's next? Can I handle it? You know. So then, right. and then of course the fear of failure, which is which is always a thing for anyone, I believe. You know, I'll be completely honest about that. It was there for me as well, the fear of failure, and we work out. You know, self doubt. And then, of course, pro procrastination kept in, which yeah. crept in. And, and I, I, I sat in that for a while, the procrastination. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and telling people I was going to do it. But the procrastination, I think when you when you sit in it too long, for me, certainly, it led to disintegration. So, right. yeah, the main three challenges I would have to say would be the fear of success, the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. so let's make it four, actually. Self-doubt and procrastination. Right. But... Um, and the pandemic had a factor in it as well because, you know, I had these plans. As soon as the PR comes through, I'll make this transition. I'll start doing my own thing. Of course, it's created a lot of instability in the world, the pandemic. And yeah. it, it, was, it was a lot more comfortable for me to go, hey, look, we don't know how long this thing's going to last while I've still got a job that – Luckily, being a plumber, that's an essential job, right? I'd never stopped working. In fact, I was very busy because everyone was at home thinking we need to get the bathroom done, we need to get the kitchen fixed. Right. Um, so I, I stayed there for a bit in the stable position, always waiting for that right time. But then I just thought, you know what? There's never going to be a right time. It's up to me to decide to make the jump, make the move. And thank goodness I did. Yeah, that's a great one. You know, I like that. Because first of all, um, when for those people who are currently listening and watching the program, Typically, there's what they call the fear barrier. When you are thinking of making that great move, 
there is always that limiting belief that creeps in, just like what uh, Jake mentioned. Those things are bound to creep in. Uh, the fear of success, the fear of failure, self-doubt, and procrastination. Those things are never far away. They're always around the corner, waiting for you to just say, oh, hey, guy, come in. <laughs> you know, so you all have to be very careful when making decisions because those things will come in. Now, Les Brown said, you don't have to be great to get started. Well, you have to get started to be great. Right. And there is another one from Les Brown that says, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy. Now, things like self-doubt, those are easy things, right? Procrastination, those are the easiest ever. <laughs> you know, so if you go the route of self-doubt, you know, the fear of failure, self, you know, procrastination, your life will definitely be hard. It might seem easy at that point. So please always remember to make decisions that are right for you. But if you know you are gonna find it tough when you quit your job, do not quit that job. I want you to listen clearly. Do not quit that job if you know you do not have any extra source of income because you will eventually go back to where you started from and you don't wanna do that. Am I correct, Jake? It's a good point, John, and it's well made. I, I was I was fortunate enough. I have an online business called Paddock Blade, right. um, and that's actually generated enough, and it still does. It generate. It got to the point where it was generating more cash per day than the company I was doing the plumbing for paid me per week. Right, and that was something in my mind. That was a that was an important step for me. You know, I wouldn't advise anyone to jump out of their job and without without i don't want to say a plan b or a backup plan because that's not the way i like to look at it but money's important finance is important you don't yeah. want to put yourself in a situation where you can't pay the bills because right. that's going to bring you even more stress even more self-doubt even more fear right but i do think what is important is happiness is important and overall i would say happiness is important and if you are in a job i want i want to deliver this message to anyone out there that's listening this is really important because i know do you know why because i've been there if you are in a job that makes you unhappy every day day in day out you think okay that's just my work life no 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 it will it will it will roll out into the rest of your life your love life your relationships your family life your monetary life you know, that unhappiness has, has a habit to spread. So if, if you're really unhappy in a job, you know, and you're thinking, look, I just want to quit. I just want to, I just want to leave, but you don't have a backup plan. You don't have somewhere else to go. Perhaps maybe just look for a different job. You know, there's right. nothing worse than just sitting in that unhappiness and, and thinking there's not something better for you. There's always something better for you out there. There's always a better place, better position for you to be in. Particularly, you know, I've been in jobs where, I've just not been valued enough, not been, not felt valued enough, not paid my worth and, and know your worth, know what you are worth, know what your value is. And, and yeah, ask for it, get it, achieve it. Right. That's, that's a solid point, you know, and I've come to realize that more than 95% of people in the workforce are in jobs they don't like. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if you're listening right now, Jake just gave you some words of advice. 
at times you would feel like giving up. But that's why programs like this are brought to you. That's why we always bring in quality people like Jake Fowler, so that they can talk to you from experience, so that they can motivate you, so they can help you discover that you are stronger than who you think you are, no matter what you're going through. All right, so Jake, right now we're going through the pandemic like you previously mentioned. Um, how has this impacted your transition? Because I know you just transitioned now. What are your plans? How do you intend to move forward? You have an online business. You have you know, some other things going on, podcasts and all that. How do you intend to move forward? Well, I'll, I'll pull back from the, the main core of the question and, and probably explain how my businesses have been affected by the pandemic. And look, I do keep quite quiet about this, but as you asked, you know, I always like to be honest and, and truthful about these things. I'm very blessed to say that my businesses haven't really been affected at all by the pandemic. In fact, one of them has seen huge growth in the pandemic because it's an online business. And what are people doing when they're sat at home? They're sat there, they're shopping. They shop, um, yeah. <laughs> very, very fortunately, um, Transport hasn't stopped, and, and this business, the paddock blade business, we manufacture ourselves, and because we manufacture for major rail and road projects and military projects as well, our manufacturing doesn't stop, so I've been really blessed in that in that aspect, and I'm so thankful for that. As I said, transport hasn't stopped as well, so it hasn't stopped us delivering the product to people. In fact, the roads have been a lot quieter, so our deliveries have been getting there faster, which is fantastic. Okay. And, you know, I, I, it, it's... All my businesses where I manufacture, I manufacture in that country. Paddock Blade operates in the UK. It's expanding to the US and Canada as well. That's my plans going forward. But here in Australia as well, the product is made from Australian materials, gives Australian jobs, and is you know it's an all-Australian product. I right. think that's something that's going to be exploding out of this pandemic. People are not going to be relying on import and export so much. People are going to want to be supporting their own country, you know, Australian grown products, British made products, American made products, there's going to be the pride of that is going to come back and people who want to be, be supporting their own jobs and supporting their own industry. So that's a major drive of all my businesses is to manufacture in the country of origin and, and sell, you know, from that country to that country. I think that's going to be a huge thing that comes out of the pandemic. And, and just, you know, lightly, like I said, with plumbing, I had my busiest season ever because everyone's at home. They're thinking, hey, look, we've still got a bit of cash coming in off, you know, supplements off the government. Some people are lucky if they're still getting paid. They've yeah. been looking, thinking this pipe's been linking leaking for three months now right. we're going to get it fixed <laughs> yeah that's good so you 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 are lucky you know that's why we need to put all these things out there you know some people might say oh jake quit his job so i'm gonna do that tomorrow jake took what is called calculated risks he took a calculated risk so you should always learn I'm talking to those of you listening to this program right now. You should always learn to take calculated risks. That's why we are always here to guide you, to remind you, so you don't just jump into things that will get you into trouble. Am I right, um, Jake? Yeah, you're right. You know, life is about taking risks. I'm a great believer in that. Starting your own business is a risk in itself. Expanding that business to other countries is an even bigger risk, right? You have to take risk. No risk, no reward. No test, no testimony. Right. But that risk 
needs to be calculated, in my opinion, of course. You know, it's up to everyone to form their own opinions, but you're in agreement with me that that risk should be calculated because mm. by calculating the risk, you limit you limit the, the, the negative effect on you and particularly not just on you if you have a family to support or mouths to feed at home, then it's not just you you're responsible for, it's other people as well. Right. That's good. Yeah. Calculated risk is the best type of risk to take. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I love the fact that you are in agreement with that. Okay, Jake. um, Now, you know, a lot of people have lost loved ones. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of businesses have packed up because of the paradigm shift. So what's your advice for those people who are currently facing such predicaments you know right now the the level of uh, anxiety has increased the level of depression has increased the level of domestic violence has increased so what's your advice for people right now Mm. and and you know what john i'm so glad you asked this question because it's not all sunshine and roses and although that you know my business is going well for me and and i'm on new projects and expanding into new things we have to be aware of the situation Situation. We have to be conscious of what's going on in the world and that this has been a terrible time for many. And, you know, I've been there to support my friends and family through this. It's been a terrible time for many, you know, and it has had negative effects on me as well. But the, the, the most detrimental effect it's had is to all the people. And there's been millions out there. And I, and I send, you know, my love and blessings out to anyone truly and deeply who has lost someone in this time. So many people have been lost in such a short amount of time and it's, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate to my own my own loss here, and that you know we've all lost someone. I lost my auntie Irene last mm. year, the end of last year, October. It was a year just last week. God oh, bless so us all. Thank you. And you know, I, I I always go with the with the comfort of thinking. Number one, that person doesn't want you to be unhappy. They want mm. you to be happy. They want you to live on and remember them with happiness. Now, how can you do that? I'll tell you how I find to do that. My auntie Irene, she had six children that I'm proud to call my cousins. So she left her legacy behind. And not only did she leave her legacy with her children, she was a teacher. She was a teacher for most of her life and she lived up until her late 50s. She was taken early, but the legacy she created will live long, way beyond, many, many years beyond the year that she left the earth. And that's the way that I like to remember people that are gone. Remember them not, remember them with a smile on their face. Remember right. them with the legacy that they left behind, the children right. that they left, the impact that they made on the earth. That's right. the way to remember people. They don't want you to be sad and, and neither should you be sad either. So that's my advice for people who have lost someone in this time. And I hope that can give you a little bit of insight and, and comfort to that. Now, to people who have lost their business, their businesses you know, fell by the wayside or to people who have lost their jobs and, you know, millions have, but it's an opportunity, you know, it is an opportunity, I believe, to sit back, take some quiet time to yourself. Sometimes some people in the world, it's never been so quiet, you know, they've never had such a time to go within and just have some peace, have some quiet and think, yes, millions have lost their jobs, but you know what? Millions didn't like their job anyway. (laughs) <laughs> is it is it is, you know is yeah, it time to really, is it time to really ask and sit down take a piece of paper get yourself a good a book spe- specifically for the purpose of writing your thoughts and journaling ask yourself did i really like my job 
was I just doing it because it was the comfortable option, the easy option? The pay was okay. I was getting on okay. It was all right. You know, ask, ask and answer that question to yourself truly and do it through a form of writing. I find the form of writing is always the best way to express one's thoughts. Were you really happy? You know, if you weren't, then perhaps this is an opportunity to find something, explore new things and find something that really makes you happy. You know, do you want to draw? Do you like to bake? Do you like to cook? Do you like to make furniture? Do you like to paint? There are things that you may really like and may really be your passion, but you were so caught up in your job that you never had time to explore them. So use this time to go within. Think about what you really like doing and then maybe take some courses, take some training in it. There's hundreds, millions probably of online courses out there now. Yeah. Um, it's a time to shift the, shift the switch, shift the gears and, and, and create a new path and create a new, a new lane. You know, a quote I always like to use and, and, and it comes up in this time. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, do not go where the path may lead. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. Awesome, awesome. I love that quote. I love that, Jake. You know, that's, <laughs> that quote landed just at the right time. You know, It came to me in the spirit at the right time, so I had to get it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a brilliant one. So for uh, my listeners and the viewers, Jake just gave us some powerful tips right now. He said, you should find something that you really have a passion for. Because, right, most jobs do not give us the opportunity to really explore the innate gifts that we have. Is it cooking you love to do? Is it plumbing you love to do? Is it, you know, think about it. And you can make good money by developing a course on that. You can go for, you know, just take training just to help you brush up on that idea. Just remember that whatever we're going through right now is a phase in life. It will certainly pass. But just like what Malcolm X said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. How prepared are you for the next phase? Because it, there will come a time where you would have to stand up for yourself. How prepared are you? The pandemic will definitely come to an end pretty soon. I don't know. If you ask me when that would be, I don't know. But the only constant in life is change. Same time next year, we would be having a different conversation. But how prepared are you for that next phase? So go get some training. Think deeply. You know, have moments where you can search your subconscious mind, where you can think, what do I really like? What do I love to do? What do I enjoy doing? Think about all those things. Am I right, Jake? You're absolutely right, John. You know, find your passion. Take some time to find what your passion is, and there is nothing stopping you turning that into your paycheck. Right. That's great. That's it. Period. <laughs> mm, period. Short, sharp, simple. That's it. So think <laughs> about it, guys. Um, Albert Einstein said, in the middle of any difficulty lies an opportunity. Yes. So it's up to you to decide if what you're going through right now is an opportunity or if you're just going to let it remain a difficulty. The choice is yours. No one would help you do it. It is all by yourself. Now, a lot of people would say, why do I keep 
having people repeat all these things. Now, let me remind you again, for those who are listening and watching this program, my job is to constantly remind you of the things you already know. I don't believe I would tell you anything new. So my job is to bring people who would constantly remind you, who would constantly wake up those neurons in your body that are asleep. So if you forgot that you could search your subconscious mind and look for that passion instead of killing or beating yourself up over a job that you have lost, instead of wanting to harm yourself, think of a passion, go get a training, go get a course, a refresher program. That's what you should do. If you do not have the money, reach out to nonprofit organizations. They are there to help you. There's never lack of funds, but only lack of ideas. Am I correct, Jake? You are correct, John, and I resonate deeply with what you've just said. You know, some people wonder, oh, these guys are talking about the same kind of thing they've talked about before, and I've heard this before. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's absolutely right. It's common sense and it's common knowledge, but what it is not is common practice. And that's why, you know, we, we talked and, and we're closing up now. And it's funny because we're closing up with the same thing that we started with. And what was that? Repetition. Repetition is key because you are these things that you believe in your mind, they're not always your thoughts. Some of them are genetic. Some of them are programmed into you at birth. Some of them are things that you learn in your very young life. You know, the ages of one to three or three to five, they get programmed into your mind, the things you see, the things you experience. But they are not who you are. And you have the power to change them. And to change them, you're going to have to repeat, repeat, repeat the new things that you want to see, that you want to become, that you want to have in your life many, many times. That's how you reprogram the mind. It's something we've been learning, right, John? And, right. Uh, yeah. it, it, do you know what? It's, it's not just something we've been learning. It's something we've been putting into practice. practice. Yeah. And it's and it's clearly working because we both had big, big, big evolutions and changes in our lives in the past few I months. Tell, I am telling you. I'll, that brings me now to the next question. Where do you see your business in the next five years? A great question, John, because, you know, I wanted to expand. Paddock Blade is the main core of my business. I have other ones, but you'll notice it's the one I've repeatedly spoke about because it's the main core business that, you know, it's the main kind of financial driver for me and main focus for me actually as well. Right. It's going to be expanding to the US and Canada within the next five years. In right. fact, it'd be a lot quicker than that. It was, I had a kind of long, long tail goal for that, but I've brought that leaps and bounds forward through some training that I've been doing recently and not just the training, but the, the community of people that it's connected me with, many of which are in the places that I want to expand to the US right. and Canada. So yes, the paddock blade, and I haven't actually mentioned what it is. It's a horse manure collector. Sounds like a crazy product, right? But it saves people having to walk around for hours with a shovel and barrow. They just tow this tow this metal tray behind their quad bike, behind their vehicle, behind their four by four, collects all the horse manure for them, saves them hours every week. So I want to make this the tool that people have to click, to pick up their horse manure and to take a job that takes them from hours to minutes because I'm not just selling the machine. It's not just the machine I sell. It's the time and effort that I'm selling back right. to you. You're going to gain from buying, buying the machine. And time, of course, is priceless. You know, people right. own horses because they want to ride them and spend time with them. The horses, unfortunately, make a lot of mess 
and, and that's where they get the time taken away from them. So that's 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 what I'm I'm selling you the product, of course, but I'm also selling you your time, your effort, your energy. Absolutely, that's that's a great one, you know, because uh, Les Brown said, if you are in the box, you cannot see the label. You have to step out of the box to see the label. The brain has to constantly be utilized. You know, someone once said, the brain is wider than the sky. It's got too many information. You have to think out of the box. And I, I applaud you, Jake, for what you're doing. You know, you're a great man. You've got you've got greatness in you. You've got so much money to, to be made ahead of you. And I, I really commend your efforts. Um, okay, thank so you, uh, thank you. So to bring us to the end of the program, I'd like to ask you. Um, what advice do you have for that person who feels the people around him or her do not encourage him or her to become the best of themselves? Mm, that's a great question, John. I'm thinking now deeply because I've been there and there's images flashing into my mind of times I've been there. You know, there are people around you. Let me pull back from that. When you're working, striving towards your goals and your dreams, and they can be big, they can be small. It could be money. It could be relationships. It could be you want a child. It could be you want to start a business. It could just be that you want a new position in the job you're in that you're really happy in. That's great. It doesn't matter what it is. It's your goal and it's yours to achieve. It's no one else's. And on that note, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about that goal and dream because it's not their goal and dream. Right. So if people don't support your goal and dream, that's, look, hey, that's okay. That's none of your spiritual business. It's actually none of their business either. You know, right. I always say if, if people have got, you know, that much concern about what you're doing about your goals and dreams, you know, have they got any of their own? Who knows, right? That's not for us to decide. But it, again, it doesn't matter. You just got to focus on your stuff. So, I mean, A, can you remove yourself or get yourself away from those people? It's not always possible, particularly, you know, some of them, those people are your family members. Some of those people are really good friends. I've had some really good friends where I've leveled up to new places and they're like, Jake, what the hell are you doing? Who, who is this new person that you, that you, who is this new image that you, that you are? And I'm like, well, yeah, I've, I've changed my image. Who I am has changed a bit and I'm evolving, you know, otherwise I'm going to become extinct. That's how I look at it. So it's not always possible, but where and when it is, Try and, and, and maybe distance yourself away from those people if you can. But just, just focus on you. Focus on who you are. I, I procrastinated on, on the dream of moving to Australia. I procrastinated on it for five years. I couldn't even tell you why. I, I, actually, I can, no, I can tell you why. Because I was always waiting for the right moment. Always yeah, waiting for a sign right to, go, to go, hey, hey, um, wait for an email or a text message. I don't even know what I was waiting for. I was just waiting for something to go, Jake, here it is. On this day, you need to get this flight and this is the time you need to move. Uh-uh, it doesn't work like that. You are in charge of your goals and dreams. You're in charge of your destiny. And the time to act is when the idea is hot in your mind. So Absolutely. don't be don't be dis, don't be dissuaded or, or dismayed by it when people don't support you in your goals and dreams. In fact, if you can use that energy, use that you know that little bit of negativity, use that little bit of um, 
confusion or or discouragement and let it fire you up use it as your igniter use it as your fuel your petrol your diesel to get you quicker and closer towards your goals and dreams awesome jake that's that's a, that's a brilliant one I, I appreciate that um to my listeners and the viewers jake is a motivational speaker if you have any event if you if you know if you know an organization an institution that is looking for motivational speakers jake is the man you can always reach out to jake what social media platforms can people find you on sure you can find me on instagram and facebook under jake hero seven and my website is hungerforthehustle.com where you can you can catch the podcast on there as well and if you are interested in speaking to me about your event then you can find me there absolutely so they will definitely put that down and uh, reach out to you. So Jake, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. I know it's uh, like, it should be at, at about what time now? 10.30, your time? 10.31 a.m.? That's, that's right, yeah, I'm gonna go back to the plumbing job. <laughs> right, right, right. So you need to get back to um, your activities for the day. So Jake, thank you once again for joining me on the program. And one last thing for my listeners, remember, to kindly share this message on your network, share to all the social media platforms that you are part of, because you might just be saving the life of that one person. There's always one person out there waiting to hear this reminders. If this reminder doesn't resonate with you, please share. There is one person whose life this message will certainly save. I want you guys to promise me that like you've always been doing, and I know you will do it. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Jake, thank you for coming on the program. Until, John, thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute honor. I appreciate it. My pleasure. I hope when next I call you on board, you would be willing to come talk to my audience. Yes, when the book's ready, I'll come right back on. And hey, let's get you on my podcast as well. We'll talk about that off camera. Right. No problem at all. So if you want to be on Jake's podcast, just search for your hashtag is uh hustle hunger for the hustle hunger. right okay hashtag hustle for the hunger and you can always find him he's on facebook hunger, hunger for the hustle other way around oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hunger for the hustle oh yes you got, you got it brother oh okay that's great hustle hunger for the hustle got it right that's correct it's okay, a tongue twister <laughs> jake hero at Jake Hero Seven, that's his handle. Uh, he's on Instagram and he's on Facebook. All right, guys, thank you all for staying tuned. Jake, it's been a pleasure talking to you. You too, John. Have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>